Today's Mesina Yisharim is dedicated La'atzlacha for Esther Ba'yafa and Yitzchak Ben Yafa. Ezat Hashem and the Zechut and the Limud HaTorah and the Zechut and the Tzedakah. They should have Hatzlacha Rabbah. B'chol Ma'asei Yedahem, Ben Beruchaniyut, Ben Begashmiyut. Amen. Also, I'd like to take this minute to thank Rabbi Shoshan over here in Arizona for giving us a place to daven and to give this vat. Hashem Shikim Tziyat Hashemayim to continue in all his unbelievable Abodat HaKodesh. Amen. Amen. Okay, so we were here in the middle of Mesina Yisharim, in the Perek Hopalaf, in the 21st Perek, talking about Bekniyas Chasidus. Somebody wants to acquire the level of Chasidus, this is what's needed to be done to acquire the level of Chasidus. And the truth is, to a lower degree, this is what a person needs in general, to acquire any level of Avodat Hashem. Just a chosid has to get this on a higher level. But the average human being needs the same exact fundamentals for the lower level. Okay, what are the two basic foundation of Avodat Hashem? If Saul's here with Saul, I have this, uh, little Kabbalah for him. In the, in the uh, Sifrei Kabbalah, this is called the two wings of Avodah Hashem means what carries a person high. Okay? That is Yirat Hashem and Ahavat Hashem. Two very, very basic, basic principles that are necessary for Avodah Hashem. So we gave a number of Adin starting to open up the work of how to start on even the smallest level to reach Yirat Hashem, to even know what Yirat Hashem means. Because Yer Hashem doesn't just mean, people think Yer Hashem is a very scary thing. Fear, trepidation, it's uncomfortable. People have no idea of how uplifting and how unbelievable Yerat Shamayim is. So that we gave last Vad, we spoke about it a little bit. But I want to talk from a little a- different angle today. The Mesir Hashem himself is going to give us a little bit of his own Eitzah. He, he started telling us the Eitzah that it requires his staklus viz boininus. That a person has to, to think into it and he has to be metabonin on a lot of different... He gives us calculations to think about to bring a person to Yerushalayim. And then he's going to talk about the concept of learning and reading mizmoret tehilim and being ma'ayin in it. We'll get to that. And today we're not going to do that. Today I want to give you over a little bit of a vart from the Sefer called Tzitkas HaTzadik. Tzitkas HaTzadik is a Sefer from Rab Tzadik HaKoyen Melublin. I'm sure you've heard of him. From the great, great Gidolet Torah. And he opens up a little bit depth into the Indian. Okay? Now, what he's doing over here is, he's talking about why Rabbi HaKadosh decided and chose... To make Masechet Berachot, the first Masechet in Shas. And why he chose to start the first Masechet in Shas with Kriya Shema. Okay, that's what he's talking about over here. I was telling my son Shmuel that there's a whole Sefer called Tzmichas Chachomim that explains every single Masechet, why it's connected and what comes first. And every parak in the Masechet, it's a whole deep thing to understand that Rabbi HaKadosh had a formula when he made the Mishnayis, the Shishas of Mishnah. But anyway, the Tzitkas HaTzadik over here talks about this idea. And he says, this is what he says, oh, 
He says, Omeli Vuzach, Rebelli, welcome. He says, Lochein Masech des Brochis, Hascholoso Mishas, Sheikra Kol, Do Eloike Avicho, the Achakach of Dehu. Okay, so get, let's get this clear. These are fundamentals. Even in Arizona, we have to get all the fundamentals. Maskim? Okay. So it says in the Pasuk, in Divrei Ayyomim, Da Eloke Avicha, no. The God of your father, the of Deu, and serve him. So he says, it's a, it's a, like a mahalach. Da eloke avicha. You first have to know him. Vaachakach of Deu. You can't serve something you don't know. Okay. Shetzorich leida lemi oivet. And then he explained. This is a gather of. This is already Rishonim say this. But he's going with this mahalach. And this is something called Reshit Chokmah Yirat Hashem. If a person wants to learn Chokmah, he wants to learn Torah, he first has to know who he's, whose Torah he's learning, why he's learning the Torah. You have to have Yir Shabbayim first. So Da Eloke Avicha Ve'ovdehu is talking about you have to have Yir Shabbayim before you begin Avoidah. It's another way of saying Yirat Shabbayim. Because what's Yirat Shammai mean? Yira means to recognize. The Lashon of Yira comes from recognition. You have to recognize Hashem, then you could serve Him. If you recognize Hashem, you can learn His Torah. You have to have a recognition first. And then he quotes the Chazal, that was, that's in the, it's really a Lashon from the Rambam, that's brought down in the Ramah, in the first Siman of Orachayim, where he says, Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Samit. Same concept. Always to understand exactly what you're going to do in front of who you're doing it for. That's all nichlal into Yerushalayim. There's levels. But Yerushalayim means a practical Yerushalayim. Here's a deep point. I want Ellen to get this. a deep point. There's a general, a person can have general awareness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. General. But there has to be a operative Yerushalayim going on. That means, you're about to do a mitzvah, so he's mazbe. When you do a mitzvah, the Indian of making the beracha first, is da eloke avicha ve'ovdeh. That means you're making the shivisi Hashem in front of you now. mi ato oivid, who you're serving. So what's kriveya that? Before the ma'isa mitzvah, so it shouldn't just be a ma'isa mitzvah, mitzvah anoshim elumada. What, what's kriveya? So when you make a beracha, what are you doing? You're doing the doyleke avicha. You're doing the yirushamayim first. You're doing the shibisi Hashem first. And then it's defining what you're doing. You got that together of a bracha. Not only birchas mitzvahs. You got to get this clear. Ezra, pay attention. I'm telling you deep zachadeh. Before you do a mitzvah, you have to first establish what you're doing. You have to be kriveya. That you're standing in front of Hashem and you're doing His service. That's the kviyas that comes through a bracha. Even birchas maybe birchas is something else. Birchas means you're making a bracha on something you're having a pleasure. So the answer is no, because we know nothing about pleasure. It has to do a little bit with what we spoke about last night, but if I bring it, that pleasure is a keli in avoida. It's not stam pleasure. You have pleasure. Pleasure is a keli in avoida. So therefore, if you're about to eat something, what you are doing when you eat that thing 
is an avoidah. The avoidah is either you're giving yourself energy to serve Hashem. You want to have hakarata tov to Hashem. You want to have established emunah that it comes from HaKadosh Baruch You have to do it with emotion, with feeling. That's what it has to do with the eating. That's kedusha. You're doing an avoidah. So how do you establish that? With the bracha first. So brachas is a gather of a kvius of putting Hashem into your life and de- defining your life. You know, Chazal tell us this eitzah is an eitzah for a person never to forget Hashem. If you forget Hashem, you can't do any avoid. The side of kol aterikul, side of kol avoid is chiras Hashem. I'll show you one day the shari We're going to learn el bez Hashem shari vad. This this is said. But the point is you have to have Zikhira Sasha. So Chazal gave us some eights. So even if we do them like a routine, it's not gonna work. One eight is they made a takoni you have to say a hundred berachot a day. Hundred brachas a day. Which all the great Sadiqim and the Mahmir and Bahalocha on Shabbos they always have that challenge how to make the the Maya brachas. Right? But Ba'atum you have a khiv to make me'ah berachot every day. Me'ah berachot means you have to remember Akadosh Baruch Hu a hundred times a day. You have to remember. That's a zechira. The word says, Chazal tell us that if you're wearing a talet on you, and tefillin, and you have a mezuzah on your Pesach, you're not going to do a chet because you have your Shemayim. Now I've seen people myself speak Lush and Haru with talet and tefillin next to the mezuzah. So it doesn't work if your talet and tefillin doesn't mean nothing to you. Follow? But technically, if a person puts on a talus understanding what he's doing, he puts on tefillin understanding what he's doing, he knows what the mezuzah represents, he can't sin. Because why? Now he has an awareness that's impossible to go away from that awareness. But I want to tell you a big aside. All this awareness, all these tricks of Chazal, all these eights from Chazal, the only eights is if you be'etzim have your Shemayim. And therefore you just need to be awakened. You follow? You need like a little alarm clock. Right? You know, if you look in Allah in the beginning of Shulchan Aruch, it talks about, they used to have this thing called, we don't have it in our shul, but some shuls have something called Shivisi. You know what Shivisi? In front of the Hazan, they have Yud Kei Vav Kei, it says Shivisi Hashem, the Negri Tom, it was like a, like a, like a sign, a Shivisi sign. Right? You have to pray. Shivisi Hashem, the Negri Tom, you have to pray, right? So the Chofetz Chaim talks about a problem that they used to burn it, because they like candles, nairs. Right? You ever saw a Hasidish table? They make lights, right? So they light the thing, and they're burning the Mechikas Hashem, right? So now I'm trying to think to myself. The sign was made to remind you of Hashem, and the guy goes and he makes Mechikas Hashem. It's a funny thing. He's lighting up his candles with black smoke. He's making Mechikas Hashem, and someone is reminding you of Hashem. So the reminder only works if a person, his heart, is close to Yerushalayim. Then he sees that, and he's like, oh, wow. Shivisi wakes up. You have to be in the sugya. You know the famous story with the Rabbi Sosalanta. He was once out late at night, right? And whatever he was walking, he was being misbeited, whatever his thing that he was doing. And he saw in one of the cabins late at night, there was a light on. A candle burning in there, right? So Rabbi Sosalanta, who's up so late? Maybe there's a problem. He knocks on the door. Meanwhile, it's the shoemaker over there. And he's still working on the shoes, so he told the Rabbi Sosalanta, as long as the candle's still lit, I can still fix. So Rabbi Sosalanta went with Meshuggah, he says, ah, what a Musa. 
As long as the light of the person's neshama is still alive, he can still fix himself. He was like Mishnah. Now, nobody in this world would take from that and make that connection, right? <clears throat> that means, if your brain is about growing and about fixing, then all you need is a small trigger, and automatically you'll make a process of association that way. But if that's not what's on your mind, you're not going to see nothing from that. The father has to be in your mind. There's a halacha that says that... Uh, a person is not allowed to look. You see, in the old days, they didn't have uh, washing machines and dryers, right? So what they have? They used to hang the clothes outside on the clothesline. Sometimes in Israel, you see that when you learn in yeshiva, at least when I did, I don't know what's today. So, Allah is, you're not allowed to look at the big dates, you're not allowed to look at the, the garments, different garments of a woman that you know who she is, Right? Because through the process of association, once you see the garment, you think about her, and etc., etc., etc. And therefore, it's asur and halakha to do that. Right? So, once Rabbi Ruchim, a bacha asked Rabbi Ruchim, he says, I, I still took away the punchline too fast, but whatever, I'll tell you the part. So anyway, so he asked Rabbi Ruchim, it says that if you look at tzitzis, the tzitzis on the tzitzis is techelis, right? Techelis is doimel yam. Yam doimel rekiah. Rekiah doimel the kisei akovit. The process of association. He said, who's looking at tzitzis? They had a blue string thinking about the red glasses. So he told him this halacha. If you look at the big dates of the Isha, he goes, one, two, three, three. he says, that halacha you pashnei, that halacha you understand. Tavada. He says, because you're this far away from the erva. All you need is a trigger. You know what I'm saying? When kisei akovit is just this far away from you, all you need is a blue string, and there you're there already. You follow? So, of course, the trick of brachas only works if you're this far, right? So there is a certain amount of analysis that a person needs to do to, in order to have the, the, the trick, so to speak, of Yerushalayim to help trigger them off, right? But the, but that is the Ikka Indian of brachas. The way Rav Tzadikoyin is saying, that is the Ikka Indian of brachas. You got it? And then he explains that really a bracha and Kriya Shema is the same thing. Kriya Shema is what? Kabbalah is all Malchus Shemaim. But that's in a general sense. In Makabal all Malchus Shemaim, all Torah, all mitzvahs. When you say Kriya Shema, so in a general sense, you're being Makabal all Malchus Shemaim. But that's in a general sense. The bracha is really in the what? The specific. In the specific avoid that I'm doing. The general sense is Kabbalah Salmachus, Shemaim Kabbalah Salmitzis. That's in general. But not Proteus. So in light of what we just said, the Oymik Advarim is as follows. At first, the person has to get Yerushalayim and Kabbalah Salmitzis into his heart in a general sense. Now, throughout the day, there's triggers that can bring it out in a practical way. Through different maizim that you're doing, through different maizam mitzvahs, through different maizam avanor, but it's a it's a it's a work from avoda. So bottom line is, shura tachtoyin abeisa is that be'etzim yirushamayim is not a hard thing to get be'etzim. Why? Because we are built with that. We have a natural affinity with it. And once a person taka makes the analysis, not so hard. To have your Because you're not creating a Yesh Ma'ayin in your Where instinctively, and with the right focus, we can already feel that your It's there. It's not something you have to create. It's there. It's just that we live in life, we live in like a dimyan. 
You understand? So you're going to go to Grand Canyon maybe, or up one of these mountains, right? When you stand on top of that mountain, and you see the vast, massive, vast uh, scenery, what do you feel like a speck? The world is so much bigger than you, right? You call it self-transcendence. You, the world becomes much bigger, and you realize you're just like a speck on the planet. And therefore, you realize that Lu'umas, everything that's going on in the world, and the powers of the world, and the strengths of the world, you have to come on to so many people to just exist, right? Those analyses are very simple uh, emotions to feel. It's realistic. Just sometimes you need that, tr- that, that scenery and that matzah to feel that way. You follow? When you're walking on dry ground, you think that you're so stationed, right? You're standing on the ground. If you would go up to space, and you see that the kadur ha'aretz is standing in the middle of the air, they say from this guy, who's his name? Neil Armstrong, the guy who went up to the thing. He said he was overtaken with awe when he was able to take from the spaceship up there, he saw the earth, he was able to cover the view of the earth with his thumb. You follow? You walk in the middle of the air. Mid-air you're walking. Where do you think you're walking? You understand? So some people, you know, they get nervous when there's turbulence in the plane. Some people get nervous, right? Some people just sleep through it, but some people get nervous. All of a sudden you realize when you're rocking, you realize you are in the middle of nowhere, you know? <laughs> you are flying in the sky. So when you're on the ground, you're also flying in the sky. Agav. What's the difference how big the airplane is? The airplane is this big or this big? Same airplane. Flying in the sky. Toile eretz ablima. When you see all the different natural disasters that go on in the world. Now they had this big uh, fire in Hawaii. Honolulu or something like that, right? Where? Maui. Maui, okay, I've said that. But, right? Now, crazy. You see how vulnerable a person is that he could be finished in a second. So you realize you're not such a bria chazaka. You're a bria shpolomoid. And from that you go bigger and bigger and bigger until you come to the Rabbinish level. And that feeling is real feeling that you don't have to build it from inside. It's there. The Messiah Hashem says you only have to make Hidabonenut. You only have to make Hestaklus Vizboinus. You don't have to build it from scratch. You only have to see reality. That's all you have to do. We live in a false sense of reality. We live in this bubble that we are the most important person on the planet. You see a lot of times when guys in the coffee room, yeah, they're talking about president this should do like this, and like Ki'ilu, like his day is chal. You understand? As if, if he would somehow send his day into the White House, they will reconcile with him. gurnish gadol, you don't know nothing, you know? You don't even know the mitzvahs of what's going on. Nobody knows. Everything is concealed from the public anyway. Nobody knows anything. And the Abish is running the world. No, even they don't know what they're doing. The Hashem is running the world. Right? It's all puppets. Leib melachim biyad Hashem. So when you break the bubble of fantasy, and you're living in reality, that's Yerushalayim. But it's not so hard, if you think. So that you have to think before davening, because we're not even big enough that Kriya Shema should give us that. That's why a person should, he brings down over here, Chazal, it's a Mephushah Gemara, Brochus, that even Amidah is a chalik of Kabbalah's all Malchus Shemayim. It's a in itself why it's like that. But the point is, when you're about to stand with Hashem, there's a big preparation before you stand with Hashem. You can't just 
open up your sidur and stand lefnei Hashem. Right? There's no such a thing like that. You have to be able to build yourself up to stand before Hashem. To makabel omachal shemayim. I once heard from a great man. He says, if Kiryat Shema is not uh, unbelievable resistance to say Shema Yisrael Hashem Elkeinu Hashem Echad, because the minute you said Shema Yisrael Hashem Elkeinu Hashem Echad, you said I am nothing. Ain oid milvadoi. Ah, that's a that's a tough thing to admit to. It's a tough thing to say. It's a tough thing to accept. I have to live my life a certain way. It's a big thing. Like Rabbi Shalom says, people, you know, in Shema, some people, they move from this side to that side. Arba Kanfli Zohar, he says, you're willing to be Mamlech Hashem on all of the Knafot Aretz besides me. And then, all the different sides in the world besides me. It's a big thing. Okay, these are levels. But if we don't know that these things exist, and we don't know that these are the foundations of Avodah, we have not started the ball game. The reason why we struggle in Avodah Hashem is because there's no Hashem. You know, there's only awareness of myself, my needs, my Ritzonot, my Taivas, my quality of life. It's only about me, even when it comes to learning. I want to be Matzliach, me, me, me. Everything's me. There's no outside of me. Even though the point of learning is but you forget that part. You follow? So this I think is a very important yesoid that we have to get clear. We need to start at least the lowest level possible. You're making a bracha, stop, tachshov, regaihad. Something. The just wants to say something. He's not looking for the biggest things right now. He only wants the first step. The first step has to be there. So that's Hashem to do the avoider and to grow. And now we have Elul coming up. We're going to take it even higher and get into the Amkis, the Kabul, the Kabul. Oh, Malchus Shemayim. We're learning Yevomis. It's a big, big thing. Bezat Hashem.